Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 2016's Hush, directed by Mike Flanagan. But first, what have you been up to this yeah. week? Um, I got some pencil embedded in my leg. Nice. Which yep. is still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to have to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to have to... It's like a pencil splinter in my leg. Mm. Needs to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. You need some tweezers. Yeah. Need get to get rid of that. Yeah, apart from that. Apart from that. Actually, yeah. that didn't happen this week, because that happened, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I God. I pencil splinter my leg for, like, three weeks. Oh, oh, no, I'd have had to get rid of that. Mm. I, kept not, I just didn't get around to pulling it out. Well, I think I've you're going to have to. have got of things I haven't got around to doing. Well... Prioritise that one. Well, yeah, Get that maybe. out. <laughs> <laughs> See how we oh on. my god! Uh, I um, I watched a little uh, a little short, and it was a retelling of the Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe, and it's by Parking Garage Garage. I wanted to call it Garage. G- garage. Parking Garage Pictures. Well, if it is Garage, well. We're British. It's garage. Our garage. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a little sort of a little tale on uh, the Telltale Heart. Mm. I like Edgar Allan Poe, and it's done in the sort. It's like kind of done in the style of um, like a cop. It's like almost like a cop drama, and it's like two Ooh. cops trying to find out what's going on, and and they're sort of mm. interviewing this guy. It's really good. Cops. 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 American, it's, cop, I feel like cops, cops is an American word. Yeah. They look like, yeah, one of them's got like a fedora. He looks like oh. a cop from Ooh. the 20s. Well, that's cool. Which I, I quite liked. But yeah, check it out. Uh, it's on Vimeo, I think. Um, I think they're on Twitter. So if you search for the Telltale Heart and Parking Garage Pictures... There you go. See what when see I pull what the splinter out of my leg, I'll have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've got to prioritise. Obviously, oh, oh, I don't know, it's gonna hurt. Oh, you'll be fine. Mm. You'll be fine. Mm. I'll just pretend it's a crossbow bolt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So speaking of crossbows, we covered Hush this week, which is directed by Mike Flanagan. It scored a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is... Deaf, mute writer fights for her life when a masked killer shows up at her woodland home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was a nice house. It was a lovely house, Mm. wasn't it? Again, massive palatial American house. This this film wouldn't work in Britain. Well, no, it would, but not at the average home. It'd be a lot easier in It wouldn't work in a terrace, would it? No. Can you imagine be this film with a back terrace? Back door, front door. That's it. And you'd to, just be sat in your lounge, like... Yeah. To get to the back door, you'd have to walk right the way around the street to the alley. By which point, by you could have gone point? out the front door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just a... Yeah, a lot, a lot of sort of horror films in America just would not work in this country, would they? The, I mean, we do have large houses in the countryside, like farmhouses-type places. Yeah. But... Even then, they they don't yeah. seem as massive. They're so palatial, and she lived there by herself as well. It was huge. That first book must have sold well. <laughs> I know, right? How, how much money did she make on the first? She must book? have made serious dollars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But then, fair, fair play if it was a good book. That's true. Yeah, I do I do a spoiler warning, but there's no real sort of spoilers, I guess, because it's kind of a pretty straightforward home invasion kind of. 
Yeah, film. I mean, I suppose yeah. you know that she will survive at the end. You're mm. just not sure quite how. Yeah, that's it. But, yeah. Well, they should kind of do one of those films where she doesn't survive at the end. Mm. And it's a, a bit of a downer, but then there's like a twist. Maximum twist. Maximum we twist. love a maximum twist. Comes back as a ghost. <laughs> Ooh. She was already Hard dead. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll start. <laughs> um, yeah, you basically get this overhead shot of these lovely woods. And all you can hear is like birds. And and it's nice. And it's sunny. And then you zoom into this house. And it's like kind of getting towards night time in it zoom into this massive palatial house and we see Maddie who is making a tea. Oh yeah. And I thought like it was very Edgar Wright-esque almost. It was kind of he does those kind of quick cuts of like close-ups of stuff so it was like a chopping an onion. Crushing close up crushing garlic close up. Asparagus. Running some water close up kind of thing. So looked like a nice meal. It did look like a very nice meal. Risotto. She was making like some kind of. I don't know if she was making a sauce or something. She made for... a sauce because there was eggs. I was like, what is she making with eggs and all this? Like a white but sauce. I think it was like an egg based white sauce. Yeah, and there was like a rack of lamb. Rack of lamb. And I think it was risotto, some but I'm asparagus. not sure. Some asparagus. It did start, it looked really nice. Yeah. And um, that's so a real she's... shame of the movie that all the death was actually second to burning the waste of that <laughs> meal i know <laughs> lamb's expensive as well you don't want to be ruining that yeah. yeah god so she's making this meal she's you kind of get this there's sort of there's not a lot of music in this film it's just more foley sounds mm. um so she's doing all this stuff and you hear like you know the rustling of a pan or the closing of the oven and stuff like that and then she's kind of staring at this recipe and then it kind of does this sort of pan round to her, but then it goes to no noise yeah. at all, because obviously she's deaf. So I thought at this point, not having seen mm. the film, I thought maybe maybe the whole film will be silent, and it'll be all from... Will The audience will be in her position. But then the sounds came back, and I was kind of like, well, it could have, could have been good to have I feel no like sound. that would have been quite good, yeah. A, a few people have said that on like from sort of reviews I've seen if there was like no sound at all mm. it would have been quite interesting but at the same time would would it engage some, people yeah enough? I feel like I might lose attention a little bit mm. without environmental sounds maybe yeah they could have maybe done like a heartbeat sound as a sort of yeah tense yeah. like yeah maybe because I don't know because you can hear your, the blood rushing in your ears is you can't hear that if you're deaf no, because you feel it though. You know, yeah, like you when you're like really stressed it. and you get that kind of tensiony sort of. Yeah, yeah. Or they should do. You know, um, if you get stressed and your eye twitches, I once asked an optician about that because I thought my eyeball was going to explode, and he was like, "No, it's just stress." So, like the bit underneath your eye twitch where your bags are mm. twitches. Oh, I get that Sometimes. all the time. If you were, oh well, must be permanently stressed. They could have somehow done that in the script, like. I don't know. A little twitchy eye. little twitchy. Like, the lower bottom border of the screen. Imagine that. So, yeah. So, right. So, I'm deaf. I'm being stalked by a killer. But, most of all, my fucking eye keeps twitching. It won't stop twitching. And you feel like your eye is going all over the place. Oh, my God. I couldn't cope. It'd be horrible. Or maybe, like, white noise when... Yeah, maybe. um, The killer approaches or something. Just to... Give you, yeah, maybe. Do you ever? Did you ever play Doom? You remember in that game yes. when his breathing would be like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. I think, yeah, I think that could have, that could have worked. It's an idea. So yeah, so you get this kind of shot of her to signify that she can't hear anything, obviously. Um, and she's looking at a laptop at this recipe, and then she gets a message from a neighbour saying, "Can I stop by?" So she's like, she she types and says, oh yeah, um, mm. I'm just cooking dinner, yeah, come round. So, um, If I got that, I'd be like, I'm just in the middle of cooking. I'm in Don't the middle of making round. my tea, no. <laughs> there wouldn't be any room in the kitchen for it, there'd be too much activity. It's Yeah, especially if she's making like complex lamb cutlets lamb. or something. Yeah. Then she charges a laptop up. And then you noticed there was a Stephen King book on the side. Yeah, there was a Stephen. I didn't see what it was, but it was. You Stephen said it was King white. Book. It was it had a white spine and 
cover. I'm guessing it might be the shining because mm. I know the old shining's like a sort of whitey cream colour maybe, which would kind of make sense because she lives alone by herself and. That's kind of set in an isolation Shining sort of thing. was directed by Stanley Kubrick, wasn't it? It was. And ironically, the sequel, Doctor Sleep, mm. was directed by Mike Flanagan. <gasps> it all connects! Because <laughs> I, I was um, watching a YouTube video this morning, which said... Because you know how there was a rumour that Stanley Kubrick had directed the moon landing and it wasn't real? Yeah. And then in the comments section, people were like, if Stanley Kubrick had directed it, it would have been perfect and you wouldn't have been able to tell. So it must be real. Because <laughs> it would have been better if he directed it and it was fake. Oh, it'd Such have been weird. Yeah, it'd have been weird if he'd have directed it. I oh, think. it would have... Stephen King wouldn't have liked it. It wouldn't have matched up to his vision. To be fair, I think that's a fair point. But I do quite like the Stanley Kubrick version. But I, I kind like of take it. it as its own yeah. thing. I haven't read The Shining. But then I also like the TV adaptation that they did mm. with Stephen Webber. That's very good, and that's more true to the book, which is good. So I like I like both. both. I feel you like if you could it, kind of, it's not accurate. If you could kind of mix both of them together for the mm. sort of scariness and the sort of closeness to the story, it'd be perfect. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of them, isn't it? Anyway, so. So yeah, she's uh, she's charging a laptop and then she goes to the door and shakes a food bowl for her little cat. Cat comes running. Cat comes running because food. Standard, yeah. Knows where its bread's buttered, goes get its food. Uh, her friend comes over and then they start talking about her cat, which we find out is called Bitch because <laughs> she spells out Bitch, but then does the sign for Bitch. So now we know. So now we know the sign for Bitch, yeah. That said, though, it might not be the same because that's American Sign Language, oh, yeah, not ASL. British. Yeah, mm. yeah a, friend, a friend's saying that she'd read her book, so she's an author, and she was like, I really liked it, and she's doing all this sign and saying that she is getting better, um, and she says that she's good at storytelling, and mm. but she's laughing at her because she's like, you didn't say that, you said I was good at kissing. And she's like, oh, my mistake. Oops. Oh, maybe um, she's good at both. Maybe she's good at both, yeah. And then... Um, she, yeah, she's sort of talking about how she's a writer and, and she's like, where do you get all these ideas? And then she, she sort of starts saying... She says something about her being ill when she was 13. Mm. And then she she starts talking about... Um, she has this voice in her head and she's like, well, is it you as a 13-year-old? And she's like, no, it's not. It's just what I, I guess what I imagine my voice to be like. I don't know. Um was it like a mum's voice? Oh, was it a mum's voice? Mm, I think I think it was a mum's voice. Well, like a voice. version of a it. version of a mum's voice, yeah. So, and then I think she sort of talks about how she kind of comes to endings because she was like, "Oh, the ending's really good," mm. um, and that's how she kind of does this thought process. So they're at the, at this point, they're sat outside, out there just chatting away. Then the next thing, this massive alarm goes off. It's so loud. There's lights flashing, flashing and it's like the loudest siren that you've ever heard in your life. And then she's like, oh, the smoke alarm's going off. So they go in, turn the lamp off. Because you were like, well, I don't think it'd be that smoky. And I was like, she was cooking lamb though. <laughs> I couldn't believe the amount of smoke there was. She was cooking lamb and lamb's really lamb. fatty. So yeah. I reckon she, if I you burn if it, it'd she be... she had it quite high. When I, do, when I cook lamb burgers mm. like the the kitchen gets smoked out so i can Ooh. imagine that yeah that is quite realistic <laughs> sometimes and though, also you when you're smoke. cooking with chili oh it's like oh, mustard gas <laughs> oh there's nothing worth and but the problem is it doesn't hit you till it's too late with chili <laughs> yeah. you're just cooking your little curry away getting it all whatever and cooked, then you're like i can't breathe yeah, yeah. Oh. I've become weirdly immune to it now because yeah. I'm used to I'm used to making them because like Rob can't come in and he's like I do not know how you're standing here and right. I'm like well if I didn't we wouldn't have any tea we wouldn't have any curry <laughs> but I'm just kind of I'm just kind of used to it now it's fine mm. so well next time there someone pepper sprays you you'd be like please me this is literally less than when I cook tea yeah <laughs> please move on what are you even doing exactly 
Yeah, she um, she says something about her alarm being really, really loud and she's like, I need it loud to feel the vibrations mm. so it wakes me up, basically. It's a good idea. But I was like, how terrifying would that be? Like, if you were deaf and you lived on your own, mm. what, if, what if there was a fire? I'd be, I'd be like, what if there was a fire? Well, I'd never sleep. Yeah. I'd be like... You'd, you'd have to make sure that you I'd have, have one to of live, those I'd have to live with somebody. That shakes, shakes yeah. the bed. Mm. I'd, have to li- I'd have to live with somebody just in case. Because... I'm a really deep sleeper as well. So. You could live with um, a dog that's trained to wake you when there's that's a fire. That's true, yeah. Because I think, obviously, dogs can be trained to do all sorts of things, but there is dogs a lot great. of stories about dogs. and I think there's stories about cats saving families from fires yeah. and stuff, where they go bonkers because there's smoke, and then it, they get the whole family up and out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that would put your mind at rest, wouldn't it? Although, in this case, the cat didn't help. That cat was not even bothered. <laughs> she was a good distraction. She was just like, I want my food and then I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I want an alternate cut of this film of where the hell that cat <laughs> goes. Cat, cat vision. Where did that cat go? I imagine it was just sat somewhere watching all this unfold and being like, I'm not even bothering. What if it went to the neighbour's house to, and it was scratching, getting... Maybe trying it got John. Trying to get John. Maybe and then John, John rushed round. It took the cat a little while to catch up because it's got little short little legs. Little cat legs. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. So maybe it went and fetched John. Maybe. Or maybe he thought his girlfriend had disappeared and he wanted to see if she'd gone round. No, know. I think the cat got him. The cat went and fetched the John. Bitch saved the day. Yeah. She did. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so she's... Um, Sorted all this fire out, and then her friend's like, do you want to come round? Because we'll just order some takeaway or something. Mm. And she's like, no, nah, I've got to work. I've got writing to do. And then she's like, right, uh, I'll see you later. I'm going to get better at these signs. And then she's like, kissing, storytelling. Ha, 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 ha. And then they're like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes home, and then she goes back into her house, and then we see that she keeps getting... She gets a message off someone called Craig, but she deletes it. And then mm. she gets loads of um, like video chat FaceTime yeah. rings and she just keeps turning it off, turning it off, turning it off. And then she is working on her book. And then at this point we get a... It's like a close-up of her book that has been published, of the back of it. And it says that she had bacterial meningitis, so her hearing and her mm. voice was affected. So... She can't hear. She can't speak. She's sat working on this book. And then you see that she's got all these different endings on her computer. Eight endings. endings. I I don't even think I could think of our book and our ending. Never mind, (laughs) like, eight endings. I'd just be like, I don't know. I could think of the endings, but it would just be be writing everything. And then I woke up and it was all a dream. Mm. Like, you always get told off. So yeah, teachers never like teachers that. never like that, and so many films and TV do that. And I'm like, mm. they literally tell you at school not to do that, and yeah. then as soon as you get into these jobs, it's like it was a dream. <laughs> How not even allowed? You're not allowed. The teacher <laughs> said d- you're d- not d- allowed. They told you you're not allowed. Exactly. So, so you start you start hearing her in a monologue, and and about uh, her sort of thought process. She's quite methodical, and she sort of takes each idea to the end and how how it unfolds in her mind kind of thing. It's just to, to show how she thinks, mm. I suppose. And then she gets all these FaceTimes off Craig and she hangs up every time. She starts throwing away a meal. Oh, yeah. She never got any tea. She that was one thing that annoyed me yeah. about this. She said that she, had, she turned down takeaway because she had to work. Never had any tea. Realistically, how much work are you going to get done after the... I would have got no work done because I'd be like, I'm really hungry. Yeah. I'm going to have to eat somewhere. You'd need a break. So not only was she being stalked by a killer, she'd not even have any tea. tea. Oh. That's almost worse than being crossbowed in the leg. It is almost as worse as being crossbowed in the leg. I agree. I like food too much. So... She Yeah, so she's tidying up this meal and then you get this shot to outside where a friend runs at the mm. door and she's hammering at the door and she's like, Maddie, let me in, let me in. And she's probably brain on this door, but obviously she can't hear her. And she's got her back to her and she's scraping out a mm. sad risotto that she's made Ugh. that 
that may or may not have been horrible. That could have been rescued, I'm sure. I'd have probably just eaten it anyway. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. so she's, clear, she's clearing up, she doesn't hear her. And then you see an arrow going to her back, I think. Oh, she already got an arrow. No, she already got an arrow in her back. Mm, yeah. And she's uh, she's hammering on this door. And then you see this man who comes behind her and then kills her right at this door. She's just carrying on and carrying doing on. her own thing. I was like... Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, I'm not a deaf person, but I am pretty fucking oblivious to stuff. <laughs> and I'd just be like, la, 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 la. Probably not even looking... I'd just walk off or something. Just walk off, go to bed. Yeah, I'd be like... Imagine well, if you'd just gone straight to bed. I'd just go to bed. Film yeah. over. Tired, go to bed. And then... So he... I feel like he let her run to the door to knock on the door to freak her yeah. out because he kind of... He seems to sort of feed off this kind of fear that that people have of him, basically. So yeah. I think he's, he kind of did that, but obviously there's no reaction. And he's like... Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Why is that? So this poor poor friend is dead and then he's just stood at the door and then he's knocking on the door and then he knocks harder at the door but nothing and he's like, interesting. So he's like, you are interesting and he's very intrigued by her, I think. Mm. So she just carries on about her business. So at this point, she's she's trying to work, and I think she's got the they, they say that thing where if you if you're writing but you can't think of anything, just type the first thing that comes into your head. Yeah, and just because I think that's meant to help overcome writer's right, block right kind block. of thing. Yeah, so you just type. So she's like, I am typing blah 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 blah, and then she's like, this is rubbish, <laughs> whatever. What was? What did she say? She's going to die of old age before she's she gonna, writes another book. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to die of old age before I write another book. And then you were like, imagine if like her book gets published and that's at the that's end of at it. the end. <laughs> and because obviously it was such a sad time, she got murdered by a transient murderer. Yeah. Um, so they decided to publish the book as was. <laughs> and it would just be, <laughs> I will ending. die of old age. And then she's like, blah, 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 blah. I am writing. Money now, please. <laughs> Which I loved. Um, and then, so she's typing away, but then you see that this guy has let himself into her house because nobody, nobody in any horror film ever who has massive palatial houses locks, locks the damn the doors. doors. Keep them locked. That's the first thing I do. I've got a Yale lock, so it's like locked. Nobody's locked. coming in. I don't want no one wandering in. Yeah. Off the street? In my house? No. No. Oh, no. No. None of that. You need a peephole? I don't need... have a peephole, but I can't... You've got well, a window. I've got, got a peep got window. A peep window. <laughs> got a peep window. That's weird. But yeah, I have, so I can check. You know. So she's just carrying on, and then her sister calls, and she she's sort of like, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm just writing. And then... I think she she says that Craig's been calling and then she's like, oh, talk about bad endings. Because, oh, yeah, that's it, because she's like, I'm trying to figure out an ending of mm. of this story, but they're all bad. And then she's like, yeah, speaking of bad endings, Craig, <laughs> it's been a year. He's still calling me, whatever. And then her, sis, her sister's kind of like, come live with me. I worry about you living on your own and, you know do you not miss the city and she's like no and then she's like but it's so isolated up there and then she kind of she says something about her isolating herself and she's like no i haven't isolated myself i've i've been isolated obviously was it her choice obviously because she can't speak and can't Mm -hmm. hear i feel like she maybe does feel quite closed off from people yeah and i guess living somewhere like that it's not gonna she's not as closed off like if if her if she has friends who she communicates with on like online or in text message or whatever mm. and she's got friends who can sign she's not actually that isolated yeah. compared to when she lived in the city and she said because she's still got the same sort of community yeah because she was saying like you know do you not miss the city and she sort of says no it's too loud or something mm. doesn't she and, but i guess you're probably more aware of how you can't hear anything in a city yeah. because it's because cities are noisy. Yeah. But if you live in the woods, it's quite nice. Because, yeah, people yeah. don't um, realise, like, ambient noise 
is a big distraction mm. if you can hear. But if you can't hear as well, ambient noise is like visual noise as well. Like yeah, visual yeah. stuff going on is, is as it, distracting as ambient noise sort of thing. And if you can't hear, is that not more heightened? As a, Probably. Yeah, mm. that's crazy. So yeah, so her sister's like, come live with me. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to live in this wood. Leave me alone. I did like the house in the woods. It, it was, was very cool, nice. I mean, under the circumstances. Because you were like, her, her book must have sold. <laughs> it's a good house. Yeah, it, obviously in the film on that night, it wasn't the best place to live geographically. Yeah. But if there hadn't been a transient if murderer... If there hadn't been a terrible murderer, it would have been It would have been a great spot. So, yeah, so she's she's chatting, and but then her sister's like, who's that behind you? And she's like, what? Mm. And she's like, I thought I saw something. And she's like, mm, there's nobody here. Mm. And then hangs up on her. And then she goes to look for her cat again and does a little shaky bowl. And then... Cat's not coming. She... Yeah, the cat doesn't come this time. So she's like, oh, I'll leave his... Leave a bowl there and carry on writing. Sits down to write. And then a phone pips. Mm. No... It doesn't. Mm. She gets a message from her laptop because mm. her laptop and phone are connected. That's it. And there's a picture of her just going about her business. So yeah, she's so being watched. Like Someone has ago. her phone. Yeah. And she's being watched. So she's like, oh. And it's kind of a, yeah, it's just like there was a, you know, when she was cleaning up. And then it, it basically goes from near and near and near the time. And it's basically her looking at these photos of herself at that point. Mm. And then she sees this man who is outside with this white mask on. Mask and it's on. like... Um, it's like skeletal around the eyes, but smiling on the mouth. It's almost like those, you know, those um, drama masks of like um, happy and yeah. sad kind of thing. But it's kind of, it's completely expressionless apart from this smile. It's smile. Horrible. Really creepy, actually. So she basically sees him watching her outside and then she runs around the house starting to lock all the doors finally yeah so he can't get in so he's outside and then she's like right what's what's going on right i'm gonna ring 911 or video 911 because i i sort of said didn't i I was like how do you if you can't speak Mm. and you can't hear how do you communicate with them i think if you dial 911 and don't do anything just leave it on the line yeah the police come out i think if they can yeah. get your location off the phone what you could do is a sos tap mm. yeah that would work there were numerous ways yeah that she could have tried to get 911 but then um she tried to get online didn't she yeah so she was trying to yeah she was trying to video chat them basically but obviously he's outside and mm. their electric box is outside so he cuts all the power so the why, house is in complete blackness why would you give outdoors access to the power to the house yeah mine's inside yeah because that way if you had like a a neighbor who wanted to wind you up they could just come and turn the power off yeah if you had some kind of war or something they could be like messing with your electrics or what if you were being noisy they could be like right switch electrics or if it is outside have it in like a secure locked Mm. sort of area that people can't get to Mm. but you know but i guess if if that was the case she could have just rang the police yeah <laughs> so yeah i yeah. don't know why it's that unless that's a thing i wonder if it is a thing in america because uh, i feel like a lot of these kind of films have like the gas outlets are outside yeah. and electric and stuff i don't know i, don't I feel know. like britain we just don't understand this because well, our house is in a cupboard by the window mine's in a cupboard in my impossibly small kitchen as yeah. if like i don't need anything else in there no you need that whole thing that that board that takes up so much room and you can't put anything else in the cupboard nope because you need access to it oh yeah we, we've got stuff in that cupboard space. oh we have it's we've all squashed in the cupboard, it's just a board of all the switches like um like a 1960s like you, sort of you nuclear fuse power box thing. plant yeah 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 <laughs> really old-fashioned, dusty and old-fashioned. Full of spiders. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. She can't, yeah, so she can't phone anybody. And she's staring at him through the window, watching him slash her tyres, which really annoyed me, because I was like, tyres are expensive. Tyres are expensive. What it's a F, waste of tyre rubber. It's a waste of tyre, just stop it. So then she gets a lipstick from her bag mm. and proceeds to write on the window. 
And it's basically, I didn't see your face, so I won't tell anybody. Yeah. My boyfriend's coming home soon. And then he... She she kind of uh, flashes a torch on it so he can read it and he mm. and he kind of comes up to he comes right up to the window and reads this message and then he just basically looks her dead in the eye and takes his mask off yeah and it's Emmett from Ten Cloverfield <laughs> Lane and I was like oh, oh he, was he was so was nice in that yeah I mean right, he's an actor but he's a great still. piece of work in mm. this but yeah it's it's very he takes it off and then says can you read lips and then she's like yes well. He says it in the least obvious, like, enunciated yeah. way. Like, his lips barely move. Barely move. It's like, can you read lips? Can you read lips? But like, no. No. Do you need to move your lips for me to read half them? Of, half of this film would be like, what? What? What are you on about? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he, he's basically talking to her and he's like, well, you've seen it now. So game on now. You've seen yeah. it now. And then he repeats the conversation that she had with the sister and he calls her Squish, which the sister called mm. her. So he's heard it all. So basically he knows that there's not there's not a boyfriend, she's on her own, you know, whatever kind of thing. And then he basically, he does this sort of little speech and he's like, I'm not going to come in yet, but when you wish you were dead, that is when I'm going to come in. I'd open the door and be like, oh, come on then, come on. Yeah. And then, and then he sort of walks off. So then she's obviously panicking at this point, grabs a knife and a hammer, hides in the bathroom and barricades the door shut because, you know, yeah, why not? Yeah. I suppose I suppose the thinking is probably safer upstairs, less entry points, yeah. hiding there. And then you hear this knocking on the window and it's just knocking, knocking, knocking. And then you see her dead friend mm. and him knocking on the window with her that's mean and then she's like ah, obviously and then she she runs out but i was like what i'd have done at this point is shut the curtains <laughs> just shut them I'd in his just, face i'd have just Bye. slowly shut them curtain call yeah it'd have just been yeah. a slow shut of the curtains Bye. yeah yeah then i can't see him and then it's fine <laughs> so she, yeah, she basically, she runs out of the bathroom and then remembers that her friend had a phone in her back pocket. Mm. So she's like, right, I need to get outside to get this phone. She's quite, I feel like from the start, she's quite sort of proactive. Yeah, she's which is good. Like, a bit like um, like what we were talking about last week with Michelle, like, you know, from from the start, she's like, right, I need to, I need to, I need do, something. to do something. She take action quickly. She doesn't really need. sit there and mm. cry, which yeah. I probably would have done. <laughs> I think I'd have cried. <laughs> I would have been the like killed already, probably. Yeah, mm. I'd have probably tried to run outside and then got an arrow through the <laughs> neck or something. Ugh. So she gets her car keys and she's like, right, set the car alarm off mm. to distract him, because then he'll think that I've run to the car and try and get this phone. So she, yeah, she tries to, she tries to grab this phone, but he, I think he ends up, he smashes the window and turns it off and then realises, because she does take quite a long time. She's yeah. like, she's sort of half out of the door, rifling through her pockets, but then he comes back, tries to get her, and then he, uh, she smacks him in the hand with the hammer. Oh, yeah. I think she, like, claw ham, like she the claw it a bit. go, yeah. So it's like his wrist, I think. So then he's like, ow! <laughs> so she manages to get back in the house and lock the door. And then he's there with this sort of bleeding hand. And I feel like it's kind of a... It's like, oh! He's like, oh, oh a challenge! He's like... So no, yeah. I think he's kind of... He's like, interesting. Interesting! A challenge. Mm. But then he uses like a bit of her friend's shirt to tie up the wound. But he... I think he gets the phone then, doesn't he? And he's yeah. like, "I've got your phone. I've got the. F- I've got your phone, and I've got her phone at this point." I'm just like, how dare she hit him in the arm with a hammer when he all he tried to do was break in and murder her? I know that's so harsh, so rude. She's isn't really it? horrible to him. How dare? Poor thing. Yeah. So he, at this point, he starts sort of like tapping on the window and stuff, but obviously because she's deaf, she just turns mm. around and ignores him, ignores and walks him. off. 
Um, but I feel like this is his kind of... This is what he does, and it mm. and he sort of torments people. It's like a cat playing with a mouse, yeah. isn't it? You know, and he'll torment them enough, and and I think he kind of feeds off their. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an Exxon Mobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes, you know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16 fear yeah and and how they're reacting to it i think that's that's kind of the thrill of the chase or something yeah. i don't know but obviously she's just like i'm just gonna walk off because whatever <laughs> so he she's sort of she's stuck in this house and he's basically sort of doing sort of laps around the house i think just pacing yeah. around the house to see where she is and what she's doing but she's kind of hiding to try and sort of keep out of sight so he's not so sure where she is so she she sort of observes where he's going and then decides that she's gonna go i don't know if she goes to try and put the power back on or something because she ends up going under this veranda yeah. doesn't she and yeah he walks to the other side of the house so she comes out and goes under this like balcony veranda thing it's like a wooden what, like yeah, decking, step, thing. Decking, decking, decking. That's it. So, but there's yeah, there's like a massive space under it. So she's under there, but then he comes back and starts wandering on top mm. of it. But obviously she can't hear him, so she puts a hand on the wood to see where he is. Feel his footsteps. She could feel him. Yeah. There. But I was like that. I'd probably never have a clue. He um he wouldn't have survived if you tried this on decking that belonged to me. It'd be so green and slimy, he would have slipped and died already. I wouldn't have had to have done anything. Decking has saved the day. Yeah. It's, when when it gets slippy, lethal. that stuff, oh my God, it's oh, terrible. Oh, it's lethal. Absolutely treacherous. It's bad, in it? Yeah, you need to keep it in tip-top condition so as not to go flying every step you take. It's, yeah. I think it's unrealistic for a wet climate. Unless you put, like, a mat down. Yeah, uh, you have to, like, power wash it. Quite often, mm. yeah. yeah. Who, who, who can who be bothered? No one does that. So, at this point, she decides to make a run for it. Um, I don't know if she wants to maybe go next door because she kind of runs into that direction. I think so. She starts running, but then obviously arrows start flying at her because he's got this blooming crossbow, yeah. which I think he is quite proficient at, but is not. He's doing it to say, if you run, I will I'll kill you. you. But I'm yeah. not ready to kill you yet, so I'm going to miss. But mm. that, you know, that's what will happen to you kind of thing. So she ends up being sort of run back to the house. And then she runs upstairs and you were like, she's very noisy up those <laughs> stairs. <laughs> she proper stomps up the stairs. But she doesn't know that she's being noisy because she can't hear herself. That's it. Mm. And I, because uh, I was saying like when... When you're trying to be quiet as well, you end up being about a million times more noisy, don't you? Yeah. I don't know how that happens. If you probably just came in as normal and were just like going about your business, you'd be quite quiet, but then Mm. you're like, got to be quiet, and then, you know, guaranteed you'll knock something over. Yeah, you walk in a special way, and because you're doing that, you trip over something. And and you're louder than Mm. you would anyway. I can't be quiet. I'm really heavy-footed, which is weird, because like, I'm a size four shoe. I'm only tiny feet, but I'm so heavy footed. Because you're concentrated in a small area. More pressure. Yeah. More pressure, yeah. yeah. So I can't walk in sand. I just sink. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh, bad. So she's basically watching him and he's just, he's outside on the patio and he's having a little wander around. And then she decides, she's she's upstairs. I think she's in... I don't know if she's in like a bedroom or something, but she decides that she's going to go out on the roof. Yeah. So she's got this little windy window. It's like an old fashioned sort of 
not a sash window, but like it, it yeah, sort of, it sort of opens out open. outwards, yeah. So she gets out and then obviously there's a roof on the first floor which she can stand on. So she ends up going out there and she grabs one of her light up fire alarms. Yep. So she puts that on and then wangs it into the woods. Good idea, distract him. To distract yeah. him. And he does he does go and have a look, to be fair to see what's going on mm. so she at this point starts to climb down and you think oh yeah no she'll be doing all right and then she gets an arrow in a leg Ugh. but makes no sound obviously because she can't speak yeah so she can't scream and she just kind of goes <laughs> makes a sort of ow you've just shot me in the leg face and he she she's sort of laying on the roof at this point i think she takes the arrow out of a leg and then she's sort of laying on the roof like, ow, my leg. Mm. And then he... I know, right? Ugh. And then he climbs up because there's like a... It's like a, it's like a trellis, trellis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. a little trellis. And he, and he starts climbing up and you think, oh my God, like he's going to get her this time. But she... Just pushes him off when he gets to the Grabs the crossbow top. and shoves him off, yeah. Like, I thought it was good. What did he expect her to do? Did he think she was going to be that scared? She just would let him... I think it was a, probably more... He thought she was more sort of like, oh, my leg. Mm. Oh, my leg yeah. hurts. Just take the crossbow, push him but off. But no, she did. She So she's got the crossbow now and uh, she makes her way back to the window and she's rolling it shut and then he just gets there and she shut it, obviously. And then he's like, damn it, got this crossbow. And then she looks at this crossbow and it's got 13 notches on it. Mm. So obviously this is not his first time. Yeah. Also, as well, the way that he'd done the notches really, really irritated me because he he'd did put one, one, then a five, a grid of five, then a grid of five, five and then, then two. Two. Why not grid of five, grid of five, and then three? Three. I don't know either. Because he's was, a psychopath. Uh, that's worse than all the other things that he's done. That, that is weird. That just screams insanity to me. Mm. There Ugh. is no order to this Ugh. man's thinking. He's yeah. all over the place. Ugh. So she's got this crossbow and she's trying to set it, but she can't because of the tension on it. Yeah. I imagine, I've never tried, but I imagine they're really hard to like. I believe they are, up. yeah. Yeah, and like it's making her, it's making her hands bleed mm. and, and he, he's just watching her and he's like, it's not so easy, is it? So I'm assuming that he's probably more proficient in using Some it. Some of them so. wind back, don't they? Yeah, that's the kind that you want, a windy mm. one. I think Buffy had one of those. I'm sure she did. I think she did. So yeah, so he's just he's basically just watching her because she's struggling and he's yeah, like, Well, you know, you've nice. got it but you can't use it, mm. so whatever. Then we see John, who is the boyfriend of the poor girl that got killed before. And he is knocking at the door to see if Maddie's there. Yeah. And if she's sinner, but obviously the cat fetched him. The cat cat went and fetched him. Went to him. get him. Yeah. So he came on to see what bitch, what bitch the problem saved was. the day. Yeah. And he sees the note that she wrote on the window. So he's sort of looking and thinking, "Oh, this isn't good. I don't like this." And then he hears this: "Get down! Put your hands on your head!" And he's like, "Well, oh, I'm just looking for my girlfriend. Mm. It's fine." And then. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And then uh, you see this guy come. What's his face? Emmett. I want to call him Emmett. Emmett. What's his actual name? What's he in the credits as? I think he's the man. The he man. He doesn't have a name. He's the man. He is the man. I'm sure he's the man. Let me just look. He's awful. His real name is John Gallagher Jr. Mm. Yeah, the man. He's just man. a man, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so he, he starts asking this John for ID. Then he's acting like police and he's like, yeah, we responded to a call. There was there was a guy here and he rushed me and he, he took my gun and he took my badge, um, knocked me out basically, and he's like, I need to call for backup. Can I use your phone? So, I mean... Pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. It was pretty convincing. The thing is, he did it 
with such confidence. Yeah, and that's I was the like, thing. if you do anything with confidence, people will people believe, will believe you. you. It's and like you're when people steal. A light at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when people steal stuff. If they walk out with purpose, like you're not going to suspect them, are you? Mm. Unless they're looking like really shifty. Yeah. It's all about the confidence. And then he starts asking all these questions about Maddie and like, oh, is she on her own? And, mm. you know, has she got any family who, know, you know, would come here and stuff? And he's basically like, no, 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 she's she's on her own, blah, blah, blah. And he, yeah, so he's asking all these things and then and he's like, yeah, can I use your phone for backup? So John gives him it thinking he's the police yeah. men. Yeah, which obviously. is frustrating because he is very convincing. but He is very only- convincing. He'd been a bit more suspicious. Yeah. Mm. So and then and then he kind of goes, "Can I have my phone back?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, oh, my mistake," kind of thing. And then he uh, takes it out of his pocket, but the earring of his girlfriend yeah. fell out. Did mm. he see that? I think so. Yeah. Did he see it? Yeah. yeah. So and then he's like, "Did you respond to a call here?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we did." And he's like, "Well, she's deaf and mute, so." Probably wasn't yeah. her that called. Probably. And then he's like, oh, I think it was a friend. Maybe your friend called or something. Maybe. That'll be it, yeah. Yeah. That'll be it. It's like, maybe, maybe she called. So it's kind of... It's plausible, mm. I guess. And then it sort of cuts to Maddie and she's still trying to reset this crossbow and really, really struggling with it. And then it cuts back to these two again and he is saying... He's sort of he's asking more questions, and then uh, John ends up saying that she's got a spare key in her planter. Oh. Don't tell him that. But I don't. It's good distraction. I did he never... actually know there was a spare key there, or did he just want him to, to get go look. him to be distracted so he could whack him with that rock? I don't. Yeah. I was saying, because I was saying to you, because we've got like a Yale lock that automatically shuts. And I I feel like sometimes the idea of having a spare key somewhere is probably a good idea. But I really don't want to leave a key outside. Because you could come up with an ingenious way of it. It negates the point of having a key. It negates negates the point of having a whole door if you leave the key. You may as well just leave your door open, aren't you? Just don't have a door. Crazy. So he goes to look for this key, does the man. Meanwhile, John has got this massive rock and. He's, he's sort of just chatting yeah. to him, but he's got this rock Hold behind his back. And uh, and sort of being, it's like being cool. And he's like, yeah, you know, chatting and getting a bit closer to him and a bit closer to him. And then he's just about to smack this guy over the head. And you think, thank God, mm. end this madness now. But then Maddie gets to the window and starts knocking on. Yeah. To like, Ugh. I'm assuming to try and warn him, obviously, because she won't realise what he's doing. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And then he looks away, does John, at her. And then the next thing you see is just a knife going on oh, his neck. And you're like, horrible. oh, man. Because oh. we were so close to them both surviving. So close. Yeah. yeah. And she, yeah, so she's watching him. And this man, he keeps stabbing him. But then John manages to attack him with, like, his last sort of dying moment yeah he pretends to be dead and then the guy's like oh well and he sort of says and then lunges because he sort of he says like oh i wouldn't have had any chance against Mm. you because you're bigger than me and you know i had to take you out kind of thing so then he grabs him and starts sort of choking him out but obviously he's dying at this point choking this guy (laughs) um and then yeah so he's kind of he ends up dying and then the man sort of ends up sort of gasping for breath because he didn't quite manage to kill him. In this time, Maddie has opened the door and run out. I don't know if she's trying to go to their house or something. But then the man hits her with a rock several times. At this point, I was like, oh, I thought she was going to survive. Gonna survive. I can't believe he's just killed her. And she's she's dead. Yeah. So then it... It shows her dead, but then she turns her head and she's like, I can't run because that'll happen to me. Yeah. And then you realise that she's kind of doing this scenario thing like she does with mm, a story. So she's not dead. She's I not actually dead. thought she was dead. So so we get this inner monologue and she's like, she kind of goes through, she's like, I could go and try and put the electric on, but it'll kill me there. And then she's like, I could hide in the house, but I'll probably bleed to death. So basically she's like, I can't run, I can't hide. I can't wait, I 
I can't go outside. I've not really got any yeah, options. No options. I've only got one one option, which he won't expect, and that's to kill him. Yeah, well, to be fair... So... What's that phrase? Kill or be killed? Where um, you do something to someone else that they were going to do for you. Mm, I don't know. No, I don't but know. But he was I know trying to kill mean, her, so it's think... fair. That's yeah, what fair I mean. play, kill him. Yeah. Just kill him off. So... It cuts to outside and this man is talking to dead John. And he's like, shall I go in yet? Mm, nah, maybe I'll wait a bit longer. She's not ready yet. We'll, we'll, not, we'll yeah. not go in yet. It's not time. And then uh, Kitty comes, bitch comes, and he's like, oh, hello. And he's like, Finally who do you belong to? catches up with them. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, who do you belong to? And he's like, oh, is this your house? Oh, that's nice. And then he basically picks her up about to stab her. And I'm like, oh. don't kill the cat. Oh. What's the cat done to you? Apart from go get John. Apart from go and try and get well, That's not the point. So he's about to kill this cat, but then he gets an arrow in the shoulder. Oh, yeah. And then, it, and then they kind of, they, all the way through, they kind of exchange these glances of like, it's almost like they're playing a game of chess. And it's like, you have bested me but I have respect for you kind of thing. Mm. It's really weird. So she's holding this... She just gives him a look like, I figured it out. I can use it now. And what? So she ends up running back to the house because she's come out at this point and then goes to get in the house, but he traps the yeah. hand in the door. Yeah, that looks like it really hurt. He traps her hand in the door and again, like, she's... She's, it's almost like a silent scream mm. that she's doing. It's really horrible. And uh, and it reminded me of when... It's probably more when you were at school and you had those chairs that were kind of plastic but remember. with metal. They yeah. had, like, metal. Yeah. And then sometimes you'd just move wrong and trap, trap your, finger your finger in between. Oh. Oh, so painful. So I imagine it was like that times a million. Times yeah. a million. Times a million. <laughs> Because it was bleeding and stuff. Yeah, so, no, it did look you know. bad. Yeah. So she's like, ow, my hand. And then uh, he's taking this arrow out of his shoulder and he snaps it. So it's like, we've you've got no arrows in now. Yeah. Whatever. And then he's like, I'm coming in. It's time to come in now. And then she she's laying on the floor, but then she kind of, she just changes and she basically stands up wipes her finger in the wound of her leg yeah and wipes blood on the window and just says do it and then writes coward, coward. underneath well she's got a point and they just look at each other and she's just like come in then we'll see yeah. what happens obviously she's locked up at this point so he can't get in unless he sort of smashes his way through the door so she runs to a computer and ends up writing this description so he's like five foot nine he's got green eyes he's got a neck yeah. tattoo I think she she puts that he, he killed her or something, and then she puts "I love you, mum and dad," which is yeah. really sad because it's like oh, died fighting, died fighting. That's it, died fighting. Could I love she you. not have? Would it not have been better to have left the laptop typed that, but like left the laptop recording to capture for as for evidence? I don't know. Battery life happened? though. Battery life. Well, mm. yeah. But um, but yeah, you can you basically see her like sat typing, but in the background he's like smashing this door trying to get in. So she writes this little description, hoofs it upstairs with a knife, and then she's sat in the bathroom and and her vision's starting to go because yeah, obviously she's, she's losing a lot of blood at this point. She um, had that lamb. If she. Also, Full she's of not iron. had any tea. She's not had it. No wonder she's got she's just hungry and blurred vision. She's, she's just hungry. The wound wasn't that bad. She's, she's just hasn't hungry. Had tea. She needs some food. She should have had the risotto. So she's kind of in and out of consciousness almost, and and she's sat there and and she's sat in front of the bath, and then you see this glass come down mm. from the bath, and then it goes dark behind her. So he's there, and he's. He's, like, stood there, basically, and then he's like, I think you're holding out on me, I bet I can make you scream. You can't, because you can't speak. Yeah, that's just you being... That's just you being an idiot. Like, dramatic. And he, um, he goes to... I think he goes to stab her in the neck, but she feels the movement behind her. Yeah. So she does this sort of thing, like, he... He goes one way, but she turns the other way oh, and then yeah, stabs like him in the side. Symbol or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Not quite, but... But kind of, yeah. yeah. So she she stabs him and runs out. She's just sat... She basically just gets to the kitchen and has a little sit down. Uh, because, you know... It's been a trying it's been a try. It's been a bad night, to be honest. It started off badly with the tea. Yeah. The lamb. And it didn't get better. It didn't get better. It didn't get worse. <laughs> so... But it didn't get better. She sat... Yeah, she sat at this thing and he comes out obviously being stabbed but still alive i think does he call her a coward or something i think he calls her a coward i can't or remember he says, says something to her but he's like you know he's gloating basically because yeah. he's like well i'm gonna kill you now <laughs> whatever but then she sprays bug spray in his yeah. eyes excellent and then she sets off the loudest fire alarm uh, in the world right his face and then he's like he tried to break into her house and kill her and then he gets offended when she defends herself what do you expect they always do don't they it's uh, like how uh, dare you defend you yourself against me shot a light in my face and all I try to do is kill you and your friends I know right I know. so so yeah so they end up having this sort of kind of brawl fight so he ends up like he, th- he throws her on the floor and ends up kicking her loads ugh, which is horrible and then she bites him and then she pokes his arrow wound. Yeah. It's like Scream. She does that in Scream, Ooh. pokes his wound. And then he's like, ow! And then he starts, <laughs> he starts bashing her head on the floor. It's oh, horrible. it's horrible. And then it's kind of, I think he's like, he's choking her. And then she gets this kind of flashback of her life. Mm. So, like, so like, she's, she's going to die. Pretty much dying. Mm. She sort her hands out and she grabs a corkscrew, which is on the yeah. floor. And then shoves it in his neck which is interesting because then he can't he speak he can't speak and he tries to scream but the he can't he's on the other foot is that yeah, the right phrase but he can't and then he dies which then she manages to get the friend's phone dial 911 and then she sort of passes out a little bit it's like Ugh. and then it cuts to her she comes outside and just sits on the step and then the cat comes, the cat hey. comes. I'm glad the cat survived yeah and then she's like, oh. And then all you see is these sirens come in uh, in the distance. And then she just smiles. And then it's finished. Uh, very good. Excellent. It's a very good film. I really like it. I liked it. I found it a bit... I don't know. It was very dark. And I don't mean dark in terms of message, but... Dark as dark in... Colour, like, there because there's no... Light. It was kind of sometimes... Yeah. Unless you're watching it with... Like in the dead of night without any lights. It's hard to see it's what's bit, going on. Yeah, but yeah. that's not really the fault of the filmmakers. That, that was like, yeah. but it was just, it was so dark all the time. Yeah, that's it. I think I I like it and I like her, I like her sort of resourcefulness and I like yeah. her, I like how she was very sort of proactive and was like, you know, I'm not going to let this guy beat me. And I also like the fact that you don't know anything about this guy yeah why is he doing it where's he coming why from? is he doing it where is he where? is he going from place to place or does he live is in that, one place and is that what? just from one night yeah is that you know those 13 people is it you know is it has he gone on a sort of trip yeah. that day i don't was know it maybe he was targeting the neighbor and then he thought he she tried to get away so then he was mm. like oh well now i've got to kill uh yeah. lady what's her name maddie maddie so she was then, and I yeah. thought maybe because she'd witnessed maybe. their neighbour getting killed. I just don't know. This is it. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he has, like, um, a sort of target. I think it's just whoever he comes across. Yeah. It looks like. Like, whoever he comes across, he'll just scare him and then kill him. Just wants that's, to mess with people. Yeah, that's mm. it. And But then, obviously, he came across her and... And he was like, oh, this is interesting. I've not done this before. This is new to me kind of thing. Mm. You know, I think he almost saw it as a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But I, I do like that you don't get any any background on him at all. Mm. I, like, I, I like that. I feel like a lot of a lot of films like to spoon feed you and they like to yeah, explain you, everything. You and don't I feel necessarily like, need a backstory. Like sometimes... Sometimes you do. Depends yeah. on the character, but sometimes you don't need a backstory. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes you just don't anything. need it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like if if he'd have had a backstory, it wouldn't have been as creepy. Mm. I 
did have a suggestion though, which obviously they wouldn't do, that because she's got writer's block, and her publisher knows she's got writer's block. It was all a setup by the publisher to give her something to write about. That is a yeah, that's, that's such, such a, a good, good idea. Twist. So he he was just a hired mercenary sent by the publisher to give her a bit of bit, bit of, of drama to write about. Yeah, just to get the juices going. That's a good. That is a good yeah. idea for a film. And then he'd that. he'd get up and be like, right. Good job, everyone. Yeah. Hope you've got something to write about now. Got something now. to write about now. Get right writing. Write about trauma now. What? <laughs> a bit like Misery. Yeah. Maybe that's what actually happened Maybe. in Misery. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think he wrote the book. I don't know if he... He just finished his book. Because they were like... inspiration Because I'm sure, like, the woman's, the woman's like, do you want to write about this? And he's like, the most traumatic experience I've ever had in my life. No. no, no, I don't. Thank you. Publisher would be like, hmm, see yourself. Well, fine. Fine, if you want to turn down millions. Yeah, I know, right? They have no heart. But I like that, yeah, I like that as an idea. That would be that's a great good. idea. So it's all a setup. That's a, that's a idea. friends aren't dead. Ide- ideas for a script. Yeah. Yeah. If Hollywood's listening. Ideas for a script. Got another, I want to do another one about more hospital as well. I was thinking about this over there. I thought you meant like extra hospital, but you mean the Moreland's Ma- hospital. The Moreland's hospital, yeah. That's yeah. now not a hospital. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There'll be some creepy stories in there, I reckon. I bet. Uh, yeah, so ratings, I give it a five out of five because I really enjoyed it. It was good. Go probably a two because like some of the some of the injuries a bit bloody, but it's not that bad. It's not as it's like a, a fifteen type goal yeah, yeah yeah and then and then humor i've given it a one out of five because there's like the occasional sort of bit where like naming the cat bitch and yeah there's bits all of that humor. kind of stuff it's not yeah hilarious. it's not it's not really funny but mm. yeah there's a there's a little bit but yeah i think it's overall quite interesting yeah did we did watch um a brief review that um a deaf person had posted on youtube about it and she did not like it at all which was quite interesting Mm. because there was a there was a a lot of she was sort of saying about she was too quiet for a start off yeah in the house because obviously you don't realize that Mm. but you she was very stampy up those stairs i think it's it's one of those things though if you when you make a film it's fictional Mm. so you you can choose how to portray the sound effects. That's it. Yeah. The different times, like the killer, would have mm. um, done things different. If it was realistically, totally realistically portrayed, if, if, if the whole film would have been different. Yeah. The cat certainly That's wouldn't have helped. That's the thing with like films. I feel like when I watch a film, I'm like, it's a film, so I can I can basically completely suspend my disbelief. Mm. Or what I'll do is weirdly I'll rationalise things in my head. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, why is that? And I'm like, well, it's probably just because of this. Yeah. And, I, and it yeah. doesn't it doesn't it has bother to be me believable. unless it's particularly yeah bad. Like, yeah, it has to be believable yeah. to an extent. Yeah. But the stylistic kind of detailing mm. doesn't have to be. Otherwise, you'd have to cast like real 17 year olds to play 17 year olds and they never do that exactly they yeah, never do that's that that's it yeah Although, so she had a she did have it she had a lot yeah. of problems with it I think that they could have cast a deaf actress in yeah part, that was I one think of the, the actress who was played it was good but yeah she's good she's in Hill House yeah they could have cast a deaf actress if they had that's it the thing um, is though they might have they one. might have tried to cast a deaf actress know. but they weren't as good I don't, I don't you don't you know don't do know, you because, you don't know they don't might know the have had the the lady who played um, Maddie in mind from the start or they might have thought we'll mm. see if there's a deaf actress yeah in the casting process or not just don't know that's it but and I, she I was think saying, they could have had a deaf actress in the part she didn't like the um, the use of simcom which is like signing and speaking at mm. the same time she's like if you're proficient enough in sign you can just talk in sign yeah but then I guess well, I was going to say, then I guess I guess that doesn't really work for a film. However, they do that a lot in A Quiet Place mm. because they can't speak, so they have to communicate, and that kind of worked. But you don't know how it's going to... You don't know how it's going to sort of pan out, do you, until yeah. you filmed it, but... I haven't seen A Quiet Place. It's very good. 
Mm. It's on the list. John Krasinski. Yeah. And Emily Blunt. Mm. Are they together? I don't know. I think they're married. Are they? IRL. Oh. Yeah. Earl. Earl. Yeah. But yeah, I I like it. I think it's worth a watch. It's, I think it's a net... I don't know if it was like a straight to Netflix thing. Um, I found it by accident just sort of... You know when you just do that random sort of trawling through one kind day. of... And I, and I, yeah, I think it's worth a look. Yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. So, next week we're going to do Cabin in the Woods. Because mm. I feel like you've watched enough horror films now to be aware of the tropes. Oh, right. Is that about stuff. cannibals, Cabin in the Woods? No. Oh. What am I thinking of then? They have the Hills of Eyes is what I'm thinking Hills of. Hills of Eyes, Hills yeah. Of eyes, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week, watch Cabin in the Woods. Mm. In the meantime, we are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. We are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange, and we are also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And also check out our Patreon if you want to request a film or get a shout out. Yeah, so watch Cabin in the Woods for next week. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Mm. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.